Welcome back. It's the Body Boys Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nathan Cordero. And I'm your co-host, Agnosa Gonzalez. What are you doing, my guy? How you been? What is up? Long time no see. Uh, yeah, man. Well, actually, it's only been two days. It's only been two days. That's why I said it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's been good. It's been good. You know, last, uh, what's today? Sunday, right? Yeah. So, fucking Friday, had a, went to this gala, fun time. Great oh, that's time. Right, you did go. Yeah, it was really... You know, all my good friends were there, the governor, the mayor. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with JB? Yeah, hanging out with good old JB. He was like, yo, slide through to the mansion. I was like, nah, man, it's in Springfield. (laughs) I'm busy. But he was like, I'll see you around and I, I, JB, too. Be smooth, man, be smooth. Uh, You know how I get that with billionaires. Yeah, exactly. You know, Uh, but then I went, you know, I had a funny night, dude. I, I left the after party. It was early too, like one. Okay. Uh, so I left with uh, the homie uh, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the Uber driver, he's Colombian. Mm. We started like just chatting it up, right? And yeah. he was like, I was like, how long you been in the States for? He was like, oh, I want to be here for like a year, some change. And I was like, oh, like, what do you do for fun? He's like, oh, I don't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and like this guy was so chill he was so nice bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such a great guy and I was like what do you mean you don't have fun bro like come on man you're in the greatest city on earth yeah like, what do you do for fun and he was like well I cook he's like you wanna have fun <laughs> and he goes I mean I'm down I mean and I was like when are you done working he was like well that's the beauty of this country I decide when I stop working yeah. Like, You're right, dog. God bless America. Yeah. And and then Brian was like, "Should we go to Caminos?" Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, dude, let's go." Dude, we, we were a little lit, so we we t- Brian doesn't live too far from Caminos. So I'm like, "All right, yeah. let's just do a little detour." Uh, Uber that guy was like, "I bet, let's do it." So we head to Caminos. Yeah. Dude, I didn't look at my fucking clock. It was one forty-five. Caminos oh, was there too. Yeah. And <laughs> when we get there, the bouncer's like. You guys know we're about to close, right? And then we're like, oh, damn. Yeah. And the guy was like, what, they're closing? Yeah, oh, it's all good, man, no worries. Yeah. And then we were like, you know what? We're going to feed you. So we went to Coyotes. <laughs> it, it was a fun, like, it was, yeah. fun. It was a wholesome, like, end to the night. Yeah. Um, oh, what was he? He was orange, bro, like 27. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Here's the, here's the thing, like, why the, the night was so interesting. He was, um, like a petroleum engineer. Yeah. Like he, in Colombia, yeah. was like working like an office job and everything. Yeah. Um, but like this guy from, you started talking about fracking and yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. like all this fancy shit. And I was like, dude, like if, if America was just more understanding of like bringing professionals from all over the world, like this man would be working for like fucking Sicko or fucking BP. Yeah. It's a fucking office here, but, um, what he's doing is like he he's, so he goes to night classes for English and then in the morning he takes uh, kind of certifications to transfer over his mm. education from over there to over here and then he works like a 12 hour Uber shift every day gotcha and now I do this I mean it's just a resiliency of our people though yeah, yeah, yeah like, it's just like pushing and pushing and pushing yeah. To get to his goals. And I and I mean the question I always ask like people that come to this country is like, are you ever are you ever thinking of going back? Because most people say yes. And he was like, Oh hell no. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> he lives in uh, Melrose Park. Okay. okay. So kind of, you know, outer suburbs of the city. Yeah. And he was like, dude, I have everything I want here. Like, if I could just bring my mom, that'd be perfect. That's about it. Yeah. He's like, but I want to I wanna build a family here. And, and I'm like, okay, well, that's good, man. He's a good mindset. Um, yeah. Uh, became Instagram friends and yeah, yeah, and you know it was a good it was a good time. Gotcha. That was my Friday, uh, but I only slept like two hours. So last night I slept like ten perfectly. Gotcha. So I feel great right now. Yeah. But yeah, how you been? I've been good. I've been good. Um, did not sleep ten hours. Slept. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I guess five hours. Yeah. Uh, so I had a, I had a you know. Make a true commitment of love this morning and uh, drive to O'Hare. Woo! <laughs> Ooh. Everybody that knows, man, the drive to O'Hare, you, you either love that person or you owe that person a lot of money. <laughs> it's one or the other, bro. Yeah, we had to get there at like 5 a.m. Got, got to O'Hare at like 4.45. So yeah. uh, with that said, uh, I did not sleep 10 hours, but we're here. It's uh, it's about 8.45 a.m. right now, recording Central Time for all of our listeners around the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been up since 3 a.m., but uh, it's good, it's good. Uh, it's coming off a good week. Coming off a good uh, month, too, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Closing out October strong, but I think uh, Thanksgiving's around the corner, and I have most of next week off, so just looking forward to some unstructured time. Yeah. Thanksgiving, man. Oh yeah, I'm going to California and go see my grandma. That's right. Yeah, I love, I love going to California. It's, uh, it's like freaking, it's just like my neighborhood times a thousand. Yeah. Like everywhere yeah. you go, you see the tias and the tios. Yeah. Great Mexican food. Uh, like, I mean, it, I mean, it was Mexico up until like 18 something. That's true. You know, so it's, it's just, you know, a, a beautiful time over there. Plus weather. So we're looking forward to it, man. But yeah, yeah, man. Today, uh, bringing back a topic that is kind of hitting us right now more than ever. Uh, at least, you know, personally speaking, is a uh, gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. Yeah. Part two. Yeah, man. It's 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 a cruel world out there, man. Like people out here acting like there ain't enough bread to go around, and we live in a bakery. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. The end of ready to go around and live in a bakery. Yeah. We need that quote on the wall, bro. Yeah, damn, bro. I, I just came up with it on the spot, bro. That's, that's, that's the quality you get when you sleep 10 hours. Must be. Yeah, man. But, no, dude, like, you know, again, just for context, you know, I'm in the nonprofit space, and your boy over here, he's in the in the content game, the the all from, from, from A to Z type shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, and uh, like over here, bro, it's so fucking annoying, but people are on this, like, you ask for advice and they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll hit you up, I'll hit you up. I'm like, bro, there's so many grants out there. There's no reason why we can't work together on some shit. No offense. It's crazy, I mean, I think it's interesting because I feel like there's like levels to gatekeeping. Yeah. Uh, some are stronger than others. Mm. Um, the conversation I was having yesterday is like, I feel like, and this kind of does, I actually having this conversation in nonprofit context too. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like there's like the nonprofits that are at the top 
We're kind of just all like, yeah, we're the shit. We get all, we get mm. the press to come out whenever we want. Yeah. We got the the social media followers. We got mm. the uh, the numbers, the budget numbers. Yeah. And I think what's really interesting is like, there's also like some other nonprofits that are just like really doing the work, really out there. Don't have the don't have the clock necessarily uh, behind mm. them. Um, and this is just like, applicable to y'all, but I feel like there's an interesting dynamic where there's some there's some like grassroots organizations that are like so committed to doing the work and like you kind of expect it to be thankless and don't want the shot. Yeah. And then you have like the opposite side of the coin, mm-hmm. the gatekeepers out here yeah. doing the work and like this is all for us. Yeah. And I feel like we're all just bringing the same insecurities. It's just being expressed in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and you know, it, it was actually a, a big relief uh, at this gala. Uh, this guy that I know that he works at a, a nonprofit, I was talking to him and letting him know, oh, this is what we're doing. We're doing well, blah, 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 this and that. And then he was like, you know, you guys are, are like, he was like, oh, are you guys thinking about doing X thing? And I was like, oh, yeah. It actually is in, in our works um, for next year. And he was like, follow me. And I was like, follow me, fucking. This is at the Navy Pier Ballroom, so this fucking thing is massive. It's fucking. Yeah. You know, it's just. You know, f- through American metric standards, two football fields long. Yeah. And uh, like he just beelines it to the end of the thing. He said, follow, I follow. Yeah. And he introduces me to this, like, fucking president of community relations for this big company. Yeah. Like on the spot, he's like, man, like you guys work with us last year, I like work with them next year. And I was like, oh shit. Like <laughs> it was, real. oh, he was like, yeah. he was for real. Like I had a good conversation with the guy, we exchanged numbers and we made a, con- a natural connection too, because I'm a Barcelona fan, he's a Barcelona fan. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go, yeah. let's go. But dude, it was like, for the first time, Someone in our space was like, let me share a founder contact with you. And I was like, that is very refreshing because 100% of the time, it'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll hit you up with this email later, bro. And you know it's never coming. Yeah, never gonna happen. But at the end of the day, man, like, I mean, at least in my eyes, again, my, our collective goal should be not to exist. Yeah. That yeah, should be our so. collective goal. Yeah. Yet, people want to exist because there's security in this shit too. I understand it. You know, my family eats off of this, right? Your family eats off of this. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, our collective goal should be to not exist. Our collective goal should be to push government to take over our services. Yeah. But, man, man there's too many mouths and, and, and players in this game for it to go away. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I think, uh, I feel like I feel like it's where you get a uh, get connections like that that are just like so mm. genuine and open. Mm. Uh, something I think I've been like facing a lot, uh, kind of just as like someone who's like very new to doing the content game on the photography side, the video side, is like I know who some of the people are, but not everyone's approachable. Uh, mm. Some people are intentionally not approachable. Mm. Uh, but to go beyond that, uh, there have been times like and like very recently. Where like I knew I was in like consideration potentially for like mm. different jobs, and then you know there's like whispers in the background like oh Mason's not ready or oh he's mm. not ready, and I feel like 
there's like two things wrong with that for me mm-hmm. uh, personally. One, something like uh, I've just kind of learned myself who's been doing this like the whole year. I feel like just in life, you're not ready until you are. You know what mm-hmm. I mean by that? It's like one day you just do it. Because uh, like, good example, last weekend, my boy Derek, uh, who used to work with, hit me up and he's like, yo, I'm a post to my girl. I need you to come through and take some mm-hmm. pics. Mm-hmm. I do not shoot couples. Mm-hmm. Do not shoot couples. Mm-hmm. I really haven't, like, at all. Yeah. Um, and I was like, in my head, I was like, Jamie's really trusting me with this job. Like, mm-hmm. he just, like, reached out yeah. and, like, lent it out. And it was like, and it a huge moment. It was like, no question. Yeah. And it was like one of the biggest moments for his life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so my boy Derek trusts me to take his proposal pics. And then I don't shoot couples. But I was like, you know what? He trusts me to do this. I was like, I'll be good. I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. So I came in. I like, we met the week before to go through logistics. Mm-hmm. Showed up 30 minutes early. Had all my like, at the site, I had all my poses like in mind already to like, mm-hmm. and like easy references to show them up on spots. We like, do this, do this, do that. Um, did the job and then he loved it, you know. He, he was like, oh, thanks so much for this, it turned out great. Um, so going back to my point, there's people who think, and the gate, gatekeeping people who think you aren't ready. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people like my boy Derek who's just like lending out the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They're like, maybe I didn't have the, the background experience directly to mm-hmm. like do it, but I was just still able to attack, attack the project head on and put out a quality product. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's like, and it goes, what's interesting about that is I feel like the gatekeeping then feeds on imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. the person doesn't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. In my case, is like, I don't know if I could do that. Am I ready? Mm-hmm. But I feel like, um, I feel like just in life, you kind of have to just like realize it's like, you just kind of not be in your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, with a lot, of, a lot of the work I've been doing recently, it's been paid work. It's been a lot of first times. Yeah. Um, where I'm like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, and a lot of learning on the go, but I feel like what's been consistent is like, I'm putting in the work necessary and I'm still able to satisfy all my clients with a quality product. Mm-hmm. Because even though I don't have the, the years of experience, mm-hmm. I've been putting in the, the day-to-day and like building that up over time. And I think the right people are seeing that. But even with that said, there still are so many gatekeepers who are like, nah, but you know what's crazy, speaking like another story kind of in the same in the same vein of like someone who's definitely not a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. I was uh this was like very early on for me, like I'm talking like June, like because mm-hmm. I've so like I've only really been doing like photography video work since like April of this year, like officially. Like seriously, yeah, yeah. Like seriously, yeah. Yeah. So it was like I wanna say June or like early mm-hmm. July. And uh, one day, like at this point in time, like I don't even know like what I'm doing. Like yeah. I'm like, I know I'm doing stuff. Like <laughs> I don't know if it's good. I think like it could use some work here, but yeah. I don't even know how to get from point A to point B. Yeah. I'm still like very early stages of learning to even like where I'm at now, which I know it's only been a few months since then, but mm-hmm. I feel like I've like learned a lot in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of, I was kind of in the thought process of like, 
I know I'm going somewhere. I just don't know where I'm yeah. going. But not really confident, like, if I'm being honest, and, like, my, like, skills or ability mm. at this point in time. And so I decided to show up. I show up to the Bank of America Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was, uh, the camera I had, the the prop, the lens hadn't, hadn't come in yet that I would need it for it. So I had like this this one lens that I bought at Best Buy for it. It was like not really ideal for shooting a marathon by any yeah. means. It wasn't a, it wasn't a zoom lens either. So mm-hmm. like it's just a prime. So like it's just a fixed length. Whatever you see is what you get. What you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be kind of weird, but you know what? Let me just see what mm-hmm. I can get. Like I just pulled up on a whim. Like I wasn't working for anybody. So yeah. I was like, this is just for my own for my own free time. Mm-hmm. So I'm at like mile 11 of the of the half marathon, and then I see I see someone I know running, uh, Kayla Jeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, oh, let me just pop this pick real quick. So yeah. I like pop it, and like, and what's cool about Kayla is she's just like, all she's like very in the content game herself, you know, yeah. like doing a lot of brand deals, doing yeah. big things. So she's just like camera ready. Yeah. Like pops a quick pose and I'm like, bam, got it, yeah. good. Um, so then I like, uh, I edit the pic and then like she loved the pic, so I sent it to her. Yeah. And then a couple days later, I get this DM on Instagram. Yeah. I like, and it's like from a, it's from this guy who like, I've heard his name like plenty of times before. Yeah. And now he's like, pretty big deal in like this photography space and it's uh adrian octavius walker and then i was like great name phenomenal name it's like adrian octavius walker this is like i'm not gonna lie i've met a lot of people in my yeah. life that has to easily be like this like top five top maybe five top seven like probably top five names of all time adrian octavius walker aow adrian yeah. octavius walker you introduce himself as adrian octavius i would introduce myself as adrian octavius walker <laughs> I actually don't remember like I want to meet him because we talked yeah. on Instagram. I don't really remember like how he introduced himself when I met him in real life. But, but that's a great. I mean, I mean, I just called Adrian. But, yeah. uh, but no, so like, uh, and he has like work featured in like museums, like big time. Um, yeah. Amazing work. Um, so he like reached out to me, and uh, he was just like. He's like, hey, I shot, saw you shot the marathon. I work at uh, Getty as a as art director. I just was wondering if you'd be like interested in talking about being a Getty contributor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm in the back of the picture mm-hmm. with Caleb Jeter. And like, mm-hmm. I like did not even realize. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Like, even, like I know like I post a picture, but I didn't realize I was in the back of that photo. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back at it but i was just like that's crazy like i was like how like that happens like i show up to an event mm-hmm. that i didn't feel like properly ready for just from like a technical standpoint like yeah. i didn't like have what i would have wanted mm-hmm. i just shot it for free uh just because i was like let me get some more experience and you know i'm new to this and then it just happens to be someone back in that picture and yeah. he reaches out to me and like i haven't done any work for getty yeah but the fact that he reached out to me yeah. felt like like such a much needed win at the time and so validating mm-hmm. that I was like it fueled you. I was like I feel like I was like all right if if Adrian's hitting me up maybe I'm doing something right because mm-hmm. that time I was just like 
doing shit kind of randomly, pulling up and being like, what's good here, what's good there? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm moving in the right direction. Uh, so I'm just like always so thankful for that moment. And I feel like I still think back on that to this day as something where I'm like, yeah, I'm doing what I'm doing now. Um, you, you need those wins, man. Those, those are the, the, the small wins actually fuel you better than big ones. Oh, 100%. Like, like when you do something right and, and you do it right, both on the technical aspect and on the, you know, the, the relationship aspect, whatever you want to call it. Like, those are the things like, oh, shit, I'm doing something. Okay, cool. Let's keep on. Let's, go, let's, let's get the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, obviously the goal is the, 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 the final one, the championship, whatever that big goal is, but just, you know, it's, it's, it just fuels you, bro. It really does fuel you, you know? Like, when one of our kids says, like, oh, you know, perfect example, after the Bears, right? Yeah. He, uh, he like, texts me after. He was like, hey, man, like, appreciate you, like, setting this up for us. Uh, I, I, you know, I told my dad about the, the experience, and, like, you know, we like we started connecting more with like my pops and stuff. Yeah. And like that to me meant more than fucking you know shaking up with Justin Fields. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, to me it was like oh like this kid, you know, uh, you know at that age, regardless of you know who you are where you're from, like the parent son relationship is like it's weird, right? Yeah. Like and sometimes those moments where you can connect with your pops, whether it's Sports, cars, food, uh, yeah. whatever it is, right? Those are the moments that you remember with your life, you know. And you know, they were talking about football and how he used to play in high school, and this kid plays baseball. So it was like a, it was a wholesome moment for them too, that because of the day that we had, uh, they created. And to me, that was like, okay. Well, I'm if it was for one kid, I'm super happy. Yeah. And but. Well, that fueled me to, to keep on going and, and but yeah man like uh, going back to the topic it, it's it's people that that kind of help you along the way that you realize that they're not they're, they're so secure in their in their craft yeah. their profession that they're willing to help others get to where they're at because yeah. ultimately it'll make your life easier too yeah. like if if I mean if I'm in the content game right yeah. And I have an event where the client's like, I need video, I need photography, and I need it ASAP. Let's be honest, shooting both is going to be hard. It is. Yeah. You know, so let me, and if I, if I can do both, I'll say, you know what, I know I can do the video. Yeah. Let me hit up my boy. He yeah. can do the photography. Yeah. And now we both eat. Exactly. And the client's happy. And guess what? That client probably knows another client. Yeah. And that's how you keep the cycle going. 100%. But the minute you're like, oh, let me do both, and and you know, I'll do this and this and this, but then you turn into half-ass work, yeah. now you ruined it for yourself, yeah. and, and now even hitting on the layer of Latinos, you now you just wonder for the next Latino fucking guy. That's true. Because that's how these people think, it's like, man, this brown guy fucked it up, I bet his brown friend's gonna fuck it up. Yeah. And, you know, and it's one of those things where let's just keep uplifting each other, you know? Where there's, there's, uh, and E especially of your own people, bro, like. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta keep pushing our own people up. Facts. Yeah, man. But but have you now? Let me let me ask you this then, right? Because I know in the, in the freelance game, it's 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 it really is a doggy dog world, bro. Yeah, yeah. 
like, you know, and I'm privy to it because, like, I use y'all a lot. Like, yeah. in the past, more, but hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully in the future, more, right? Yeah. Um, like, what is your mentality when it comes to, like, maybe, let's say, receiving a, a project offer, but knowing maybe you can't do it? Are, are you willing to say no, but I know a guy? Or, like, yes, and I'll figure it out. Like, let's say it's a conflict, whether it's, I don't, you don't have the right equipment, yeah. or uh, you know it's gonna be like, damn, I could do it, but it'd be half-assed, or would you be like, so secure? Like, what, what, what's your process there? To be honest, like, yeah. I haven't really like, well, first off, I feel like I haven't gotten enough regular work, but uh-huh. I feel like, with the exception of like, one or two things, it was just more so like, a timing thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what for, by timing thing, I mean it was like, oh, like I, I hit back late on a message and they already found somebody else. Yeah. Not not like a, I hit back late and didn't offer up anybody else. Gotcha. But I've kind of just accepted all the work that's kind of come my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, but let's say you get to that point. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, uh, no, I think that's valid. Uh, I feel like I do have, so it's interesting. Uh, I do have definitely people I can offer up their like services yeah. who could probably do an amazing job. But if I'm being very, it kind of, I have to go about the conversation in a careful way. What I mean by that is like, as someone who's like very new to this, I know when people reach out to me, they're reaching out to me because, well, sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes they reach out to me because they're not, they're not, they can get a cheaper rate. Mm. And a lot of people I know that can also do what I can do and even better are going to hit them with a much more expensive rate that they might not be looking for. So that's like, it's a slippery slope because you'd be like, hey, you know, if you're willing to, if you want to look at the budget of this project, there's like other people I can like recommend to you. Like that's no problem because I like know like these amount of people I can yeah. recommend. I know people yeah. in other states I can recommend. Yeah. Depend on what you need, but um, at least for some of the clients that are coming my way right now, yeah, I uh, feel like that's not where the pockets are at. But that's just like a kind of gray area, different conversation. No, no, that's real. That's real. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're gonna offer, I mean, if we offer up fucking yeah, the, the people that we know, fucking ten thousand dollars, right? And that was shit. Just trying to shoot my dog, bro. Like, take it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay, no, that's real. That's real. Um, but, you know, I guess the mentality has always been also the the fact that there's not enough to go around. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, me personally, something I do do a yeah. decent amount right now is, like, uh, people are, like, at their own stages uh, mm-hmm. of content, like, asking questions. And I, I like, really enjoy it, like, mm-hmm. just, like, talking through it nerding out, going over different stuff, whether it's someone who knows as much as me or someone who doesn't know as much as me, mm-hmm. someone who knows more than me. It's like I have like friends who are like, they're buying like, uh, they're buying their first few lenses or they're buying, or they're like, oh, I want to learn how to like edit or this or yeah. that. And I'm always being like, yo, like, this is where I started, this is where I learned. Or if it's like more so specific, I'll just have them tell me, I'm like, what are you working on right now? Here are like my best recommendations. And I know like a lot of this, I know a lot of shit's expensive. So like, mm-hmm. I'm really good at offering like cheaper alternatives, like mm-hmm. by used, but by used tested. So this is where you can buy something that's used and tested that instead of maybe being like a, like a $2,000 lens, it's like mm-hmm. a $1,500 lens. Instead of being like a $1,000 lens, it's like a $650 lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I'm always like trying to put out like resources like that, just cause I'm, I'm using them myself. Like mm-hmm. I know like, I feel like we're in like a information overload 
uh, the stage of life where there's so much information out there, but no, not, not everyone knows where it's at, and not everyone knows how to use it. So yeah. I'm always just trying to like direct from that point of view. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's good. It's good that you offer up your. And that's the thing that people often think like, oh, I can't offer my advice because I'm at this early stage of this craft or career or whatever it may be, right? But at the end of the day, man, there's always someone that's trying to get to where you're at and, you know, kind of climb the ladder. Yeah. And like, dude, I would, I mean, I would ask when I first started this whole thing, like people that are, whose organization is only, you know, two years old. And why? Because they've experienced what I want. I'm going to experience in the next two years. I need to know. What did you know? What what mistakes did you make so that either A, I can avoid them or when they do come up, how do I handle them? You know? Yeah. And if, when people are willing to kind of teach you, yeah. That, now that's 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 beautiful, man, because it, it really does make the journey, you know, less scary. Well I think what's really interesting too is like as it relates to like the gatekeeping mindset, something yeah. I don't really understand about it is like yeah. About everything, but a lot yeah. of these topics we're having are like very subjective. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like, there's we're playing in the court of public opinion on what's a good photo or what's a good nonprofit mm-hmm. or what's a good service. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's some things that can definitely qualify that yeah. to, to an extent. But this, but we're not playing like this isn't like the NFL where we're competing for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This isn't like the NBA where we're competing for the finals. Yeah. Like there isn't like a a very distinctive, clear end game marker. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're talking like, uh, it's not like we're comparing, we're not comparing Denver Nuggets to like yeah. the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. We're like, we're like, oh yeah, no, you are just way better than those people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to put down Charlotte like that, but but that was, you know, they, were, they, were, they won championship. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but and not that not that there's like not that I'm saying it's like gatekeeping the NBA. I mean, it probably is. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at the NBA. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is like it's just so interesting to me that we're playing gatekeeping uh-huh. in, the, in something that's really valued on court of opinion. Ooh, okay, okay. Because uh-huh. like at the end of the day, and this is something I learned before I even jumped in the content game. Uh-huh. Back when I used to hire people who did this shit, uh-huh. um, previous jobs, it's like some of the guys I work with would be like, there's people out here who aren't that good making money. And like, they would say that, not to be dismissive of them, but just say that opportunities are out there. Yeah. Um, and what I'm saying is like, it's just, it's just kind of weird to operate from a gatekeeping perspective when mm-hmm. we're playing in the court of opinion. I mean, like, that's just like kind of goofy. Yeah. Like, you should never gatekeep, but it's like, what are we, what are we gatekeeping about? This yeah, is just like goofy. Yeah, 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 no, that's real. That is real, bro. There, there ain't no, there ain't no Larry O'Brien trophy. There ain't no like MVP. <laughs> there, like <laughs> for the best fucking gatekeeper out there. Yeah. No, but that's real, bro. You know, but I will. I'm not, not defending, not defending gatekeeping. No, we don't do that. <laughs> but there is that mentality, especially for people of color, that. I don't know that I, because I've seen it. I've seen that people think, if if not, if, I mean, maybe it's their imposter syndrome hitting, but they think that if they don't hire me, the brown boy with the camera, uh, they won't think of me anymore when they need a brown boy with a camera, mm. you know? Um, because a lot of times I think people feel that, especially people that look like us, it's like, 
they're only using me because of diver- as a diversity hire. Yeah. And there's only so many of those hirings that I need to keep this one close to my chest. When in reality, like, I think you need to stop thinking like that and yeah. just be like a skill-based mentality. Yeah. And the minute you let go of that, now it's, oh, am I good enough for the job? If I am, then I'll be good. I'll be good. Like, I'll be good. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, you know, who's holding this lens or who's well, I feel XYZ, like, you know? I feel like that also just stems from, like, there's that aspect to it. Yeah. But it's also just, like, lack of, like, big picture thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what I mean by that is, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, what I'll refer to as, like, one-man band work, where, like, you're just, like, one person pumping out the photos, pumping out the video, or mm-hmm. doing whatever. But, like, there's also, like, opportunities where, like, multiple photographers are needed, or mm-hmm. someone's needed just to set up light. And, like, mm-hmm. that's all they're going to do, but they're going to be paid to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always remember this, like, this podcast I was listening to with the, it was, like, a few years ago, with, like, mm-hmm. Eva Longoria, and she said, like, when she's working on, like, productions where she, like, leading stuff yeah should be like oh give me a list of like all the latino like yeah. latino like the producers the yeah. the directors the this yeah. talent this talent and that's thinking big picture when you go yeah. on a big production obviously she's in different position yeah. but what i'm saying is like the same person who has the the one job there's gonna be there should be big opportunities one day where you can yeah. work in teams and be like oh let me bring this person and do this um where you get to the point where you're doing your own version of like the evil mm-hmm. glory, like let me bring in this. Cause basically like when you move into a lot of industries, I feel like a lot of people just like know the same people over and over again. Mm-hmm. And based on historical opportunities, that ends up being white people. Mm-hmm. Um, so people aren't even thinking like, mm-hmm. and that's how she described it too. She's like, mm-hmm. she's like, I would just be like, bring me a list of like all the Latino directors. People would be like, oh, we just don't really have that readily available. It's mm-hmm. like, well, can you go find them? Yeah. And like, you can. Yeah. You just have to go look. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, and, and shout out to her because she and I forget who her business partner is. Uh, it's a uh, Mexican American, I believe, and he he and her they're starting this production company called like, Dash. Yeah. Uh, and they're focused on. on bringing to light uh, a short short version film of like very niche Latino experiences yeah to the screen and like to me and obviously her last movie with uh, yeah uh, was a big like Latino production mm-hmm. and do we make up damn it I want to say 15% now of the US population yeah um, and I think we're nearing that 20% mark by like the end of the decade yeah um yeah we only represent five percent of production yeah um i mean it's just there's no re- there's a reason why like whenever one movie that shows a brown person in front does well is because we like are so deprived of seeing ourselves on the screen yeah that the minute we see it like all right i'm gonna see it just to see what the fuck is on but like i low-key wanna i wanna see like I just want to see more of us on the screen, and even the shitty ones too. Like, if there could be shitty white movies, why can there be shitty brown movies? <laughs> that seems like, really good thing. Like, what the fuck? I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Like, like I, we should be able to fuck up too. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like our opportunities are so fucking scarce 
that, that we need to create this fucking beautiful film, which is amazing, obviously, yeah. but then we get one every year. Well, it's crazy, like... Yeah. And then fucking... I don't want to go out into the fucking... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you get heated, dog. You get heated. But there's shitty films out there. No, there's some shitty films out there. Yeah, and, and um, these motherfuckers are spending millions and millions and millions, losing millions and millions and millions. Yeah. And we need to create a film on a budget that creates 3x profit, yeah. and then they're like, I will give you one next year again. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, yeah. like let us create shitty films too. Yeah, honestly. You know? That should be a fucking teaser to man. Well, I feel like it's like, the, the scales we're working on, it's like, if we're, especially if we're thinking like TV, for example, yeah. if we're not creating like Atlanta or Insecure, like, <laughs> bro, we're doomed, if we're not, or like, if we want to go to film, if we're not creating the next like Coco, like, yeah, right? Like, it's crazy, like, how long it took, like, to get a, a non white anime <laughs> to see film, <laughs> like, just thinking back. Bro, and, and it's just like, that, that's the thing, the ability to fuck up has also been a big thing, right? We talked oh, about sure. it before, and, and it's, it's the, when you have the opportunity to make mistakes without repercussions, yeah. you actually will come out with better quality work. Yeah. Like, you know, shit, I mean, back in our M3 days, right? Yeah. We, um, the minute I had a, a budget, my salary, and freedom, well, that's when that account grew from, I believe it was like 8,000 followers to fucking whatever it is now. Yeah. You know, I want to say that it's like 10x almost. Yeah. Why? Because I literally was said, do whatever the fuck you want and here's your budget. Yeah. And you will not be uh, reprimanded for making a mistake. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, fucking you handle a bunch of the shit and then we were just... We were chilling. Why? Because we were we were given the freedom to do what we want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. We get a couple movies, a couple shows. Shit, I don't even know there's a Latino show on right now. You can't think of one. See? Yeah. The fuck. And and we actually consume the most short form or short version uh, content uh, of all the minorities. When it comes to TikTok, YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that stuff, we consume the most yeah. out of all the minorities, and we yeah. get nothing. So, so shout out to Eva. Yeah, you know, she's my girl. Took this one. If you look at my Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got me. Though. She met me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was great. She's, um, but this, yeah, this guy just casually name dropped Eva Lagori yeah, and Danny Pritzker in the same episode. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> just the life of your boy out here. And bro, next episode you're gonna tell me like you met Mookie Betts or something really right through. When I'm in LA. You know what bro? In LAX. You are gonna be in LA, yeah. When I was at LAX last time, what's his name? Um He was in, in training day with Denzel. I keep forgetting the, the, the white dude, the white dude. Like Ethan Hawk? Ethan Hawk, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was sitting down at the Starbucks, bro. Yeah. And the funny thing is like the only reason I saw this is people were walking by. And they kept turning Everyone's their heads. Like, exactly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, you know when there's a car accident, <laughs> traffic just slows down for no reason. Yeah. Fucking choose muscles. Yeah. And, and I'm walking by, dude, and, and like, oh, what's everybody else looking? <laughs> is that even the hog? Is that even And I look up, oh, that is even the hog. Yeah. You should have gone up to him and like, said hi or something. But yeah. The guy was enjoying his fucking frappuccino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he ain't gonna try to do that, but. 
You know, whatever, man. Maybe I'll name drop the next one. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, man. Uh, to all of our followers and listeners, enjoy your, your break. Spend it with family. Watching football. I don't know. Whatever y'all do. Yeah. Uh, do you. Um, it was good to get some time off. Yeah, recharge. Yeah. Another year strong. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then we'll probably see you in December for sure. Yeah, December. I won't be back till yeah. uh, the end of November. Right. We'll see you, abuela. There you go. Till then. All right, y'all take it easy. Peace. Peace.